everyone. Welcome back to A Dose of AM. It's been a minute. Thanks for coming on for this first part episode. I am doing a three-part series to my nursing journey, and we're going to start with part one, which is nursing school. I have been a nurse for three years. Actually, this is my three-year anniversary um, here in July, and I'm going to go into how it all started, okay? And I hope this helps anyone who uh, is an aspiring nurse in nursing school or even you've gone through nursing schools to make you feel like you weren't alone in nursing school because I'm going to say this, I struggled very hard in nursing school. And I will tell you, this is going to be a longer episode. And so I'm going to tell you all the little bits and bobs of how nursing school went for me, the classes, the stress, the doubt that I went through uh, when I went through nursing school. Um, Little update on Anne-Marie and what she's been up to, girl. I just got back to Hawaii two days ago. I went spontaneously again to San Diego to work another stretch of shifts. If you don't know, I haven't started working in Hawaii yet. It's been a topic of, or a little situation of stress for me. I haven't had a job in Hawaii for a couple months, but I do have a per diem job at a hospital in San Diego, which I love and adore. I've gone back two times this summer, and last Sunday, I was just feeling kind of overwhelmed and stir-crazy, because when you don't have a routine... Like, I'm here on an island. I don't have a routine of a job. I'm kind of doing the same thing over and over again, which a lot of people would say, oh, Anne-Marie, you know, it's amazing. You can wake up and go to the beach and hike all day. But too much of a good thing, you know, it's a little overindulgent. It's too much play, not enough work. So I'm looking for that balance. Hopefully I'll have a job here starting in September. So just for the meantime, I'll be going back and forth from San Diego. I go one more time in August, I think. Yeah, one more time. And so on Sunday, I was losing it. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going stir crazy. I usually am not like this. This was very out of character for me. So that's when I knew I checked in with myself and I was like, yo, you gotta, you gotta go. We gotta get, we gotta GTFO. So, you know, the song, um, she's a runner, she's a track star, that song. Um, I'm not a singer at all, by the way. Uh, That is me in a nutshell. When it comes to situations, Irish goodbying, like, I'm very spontaneous, and once I got an idea, I'm going to go. So Sunday, I looked at a flight. I found a one-way for Monday the next day and immediately jumped on it, bought it, and booked shifts in San Diego. And honestly, it worked out really well, and I'm really happy I went. Um, It is Monday morning today, so I am ready to attack the week. Like a grizzly bear. Hold on. I have my first cup of coffee. And you guys know. First cup of coffee. Hold on. It hits diff. Hits diff. I also have one of these Ember coffee mugs that was gifted to me by a follower. Which is so clutch. Because it keeps your coffee warm at all times. Um, But also when the coffee gets to the bottom of the thing. It kind of like dries up. Because it's like a hot plate down there. I digress. So yeah, San Diego, I got back. Um, I worked my shifts, and um, that's kind of the status of what Anne-Marie is doing for the next couple weeks. 
I've been applying to a lot of ICU jobs out here. But here's the deal, baby. They're on every other island. Big Island, Kauai, Maui, all hiring ICU nurses. But, of course, I live on Oahu. And, well, I love Oahu, so there's no bad vibes there. But there's just no ICU openings, which is kind of a bummer. But I believe I will get a job this week. Mark my words. This week, I will get a job. Words have power. Okay? So, that's the track that we're on for this week. And I also was about to start my period. Like, I'm about to. So, you know... Last week was a trip. I was crying a lot last week, and that is very, very out of character. You know the girls who just cry a lot and just are very tearful people? That's not me. I'm kind of stone cold. (laughs) But last week, I was a wreck. Okay, so let's jump into it. I'm 26 right now. I've been a nurse for three years, so that's mean I graduated at age 23 from nursing school. When I initially went to college, I'm a dancer. A lot of you, I don't know if you guys know that, but I'm from Houston, and I've been a dancer my whole entire life. When I applied to college, I did not think I was going to be a nurse. I had an older sister who was an ICU nurse, Olivia, my sister. Um, She is an ICU nurse. She actually just got accepted to nurse practitioner school, so everyone give her a little clap, 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 clap. We're so proud of her. Um, Yeah, she's a badass ICU nurse. And when I went to college, she was just graduating. But I had never thought that I wanted to be a nurse. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to college. I'm going to dance, maybe do broadcasting. Because I I do have a big personality and I like to talk, hence the podcast. <laughs> um, so I was going to do journalism. And I got accepted to University of Florida, which was my dad's alma mater. That's in Gainesville, Florida. So it's central Florida. It's not on the coast or anything, but it's... There's a beach like an hour and a half away. So I knew no one at University of Florida. So I made my way over there. And before school started, you could uh, try out for the dance team. So I tried out for the Palm Squad, like the little the dance team for basketball and football. And I made it. So I started my first year and I was still journalism. I was dancing. And I think it was year two. I kind of had this you know, epiphany. And I said, Oh, I don't really think I want to do journalism anymore. It's a grind being a broadcaster or like a news reporter. So I didn't think I wanted that grind. And I always had told myself, I want to travel for work. I want to travel for work. And I was under the impression, Oh, maybe I could do that as a sports broadcaster. So year two, at some point, I applied uh applied to be into the pre-nursing track at University of Florida so after year two at University of Florida you apply for nursing school so at the end of year two I had come back to Houston I had applied to nursing school just at Florida at University of Florida which that was mistake number one when you're applying to nursing school you need to apply to even more schools than you think is possible Even if you don't want to go to that school, it's better to start and get your degree than have to wait around. Or that's, in my opinion, what I think. It's better to get into school at a, you know, the place that you, it's not your dream school and get your degree because it doesn't matter where you get your degree. It doesn't matter if you go to Georgetown. It doesn't matter if you go to 
Chamberlain. I don't even know what Chamberlain is, but I just said it because I think it's a small school. It doesn't matter if you have a BSN behind your name. It, it No one cares. I mean, maybe if you're going to CRNA school, they'll be like, oh, she went to an Ivy League school for nursing school. Blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, if you pass and you get through and you have those letters behind your name and you're a safe practicing nurse, you're good. You're golden. So I come back to Houston after my second year at Florida. I don't know what I was doing. I was, oh gosh, this is a kind of a messy story, but I'm just going to tell it. So I come back to Houston. I was waiting to hear back from Florida, right? And let it be known, I was so convinced I was going to get into school there. I tried out for the dance team again. So you have to try out every year for the dance team. I tried out for my third year and made it. So I already have a spot on the team. Like, I am ready to go suited and booted, ready to go to University of Florida. And I get back to Houston for the summer, and I get the news. I think I remember I was driving home from work. I was working at a summer camp, and I found out on my phone, like, as I was driving that I didn't get in. And I'm crying and all this stuff. And at this point, I was dating a guy – from Florida so he was expecting me to come back to school and also this sweet soul of a human the guy was dating got a summer internship in Dallas and he's not even from Texas so he made a point to be closer to me and come to Dallas okay so I didn't get into school it was his 21st birthday the next weekend he comes down And I'm, like, having a mental breakdown. You know, I didn't get into school. I didn't know what I was going to do. But then, like, it was crazy because I was having a mental breakdown. I didn't know if I wanted to be in the relationship anymore. And I think, like, two weeks later, I drove to Dallas and broke up with him and drove home in the same day. That was gnarly. Like I said, I'm a spontaneous person. When I feel like I have to act on something, I do it. So I'm going through a breakup. I'm mourning the loss of getting into school at Florida and that whole summer was just like a summer of just kind of like effort just like have fun whatever after talking to my dad for a while he told me I could go back for one more year at Florida keep taking my prerequisites which I'm so blessed that I'm so grateful that I have family who supported me through school so I went back to school um And I was going to take prereqs again, and I then was, okay, at the end of that year, I was like, I'm not going to try out for the dance team again. Three years was good. I just need to get into nursing school. So that year, I applied to like six or seven schools, okay? So I was going to apply in Texas and back at Florida. But at this point, I'm kind of like fed up with Florida and how I didn't get in, and I was like, you know what? If I get in back in Texas, I'm just going to go back in Texas because that is, you know, that's my plan. That's what I'm going to do. So I ended up getting into UT Health at Houston, and it was a 15-month program that started in August of 2018. So it goes continuous, so you don't have any summer break. So it would be fall, spring, summer, fall, and then you graduate in the December of 2019. So I did have the summer off. I come back from school after the third year at Florida. I really had just such a ball 
my third year at University of Florida, I got to travel with the basketball team. I got to do all the fun stuff. I really felt like I got my fill. So not being there for a fourth year was really not tearing me apart. So I come back to Houston. I, you know, have to get all my ducks in a row, have to get all this stuff done before I start nursing school. But once I got in, it was just like all the pressure and all the stress went away. So I felt, I felt really excited and ready to like take on this new chapter in my life. Um, the reason why I switched to nursing was I naturally was always good at science and I felt like I'm a people person and also this job would give me the flexibility to work when I want to work, travel for work if I needed to. Um, and it just was like, okay, Anne-Marie, if you get in, you're doing it. It's a sign. So once I got in, that kind of was me, you know, what's the word? What do they say? What is that word? Con, consummating? No. Consecrate. I don't know. That was the confirmation I needed to decide, okay, this is my next step in life. This is going to be my career. Okay. So this is like the craziest story ever, which I feel like I don't know if a lot of you will remember, but I was on a UT Health nursing page, right? And you it's all your classmates that are in the cohort with you and you get added to it. I was going to move to downtown because I got into UT Health, which is at Houston, which is smack dab in the middle of the medical center. So... I was in this group and I was looking for roommates and I saw a girl named Madison, you know, post, Hey, I'm moving to Houston. I'm looking for a couple of girls to live with. And I'm like, Oh, this girl looks normal. Cute. Went to Texas A&M. I'm like, let's see what this is about. I look at the comments and a girl named Peyton was like, Oh, I would love to room with you. And I looked at her. She was also from Texas A&M, looks normal and cute. And I said, okay, I'm going to comment. And fast forward, I have goosebumps as I'm saying this. Fast forward four or five years later, those two girls are my best friends. You know, when I go back to San Diego, who I stay with, Peyton and Madison. Somehow along the way, me, Peyton, and Madison have followed each other from being in nursing school in Houston, being nurses in downtown Houston, to all three of us living in San Diego. How crazy is that? I mean, Madison moved out there first because she was dating someone in the Navy, and they're now engaged. And I went and visited, and I go, oh, I want to go move to San Diego. So I moved to San Diego. Then Madison moved to San Diego. And then Peyton goes, I'm moving to San Diego, and so now all three of us had lived there for the past year until I moved to Hawaii, of course. So us three girls are deciding we're going to live together, and we met up downtown at Snooze over the summer before school started, and we, we clicked instantly. It was seriously three peas in a pod, and we ended up living together throughout nursing school and also... When we graduated, we lived together for a year and a half until... So it's me, Madison, Peyton. We find a place downtown in Houston. Where was our first place? Oh, yes. The Frequinox. The apartment that we lived at was called Equinox. It was on Old Spanish Trail. And 
downtown Houston is a little scary, uh, especially near the med center. A lot of crime. It can get kind of sketchy. I'm not going to lie. So it was three of us girls. And the week before we moved into nursing school, there was, this is really tragic, actually. I think there was a shooting or just like a hit and run at the Equinox. And I think two or three people died on the floor above us, which was a warm little welcome to Houston. So anyways, we moved in uh, the August of 2018. My gosh, that feels like so long ago. Uh, And I'm going to be honest, like I don't remember too much from nursing school, but what I do remember is that it turned my life upside down and it was very stressful. I remember the first semester, everyone was gung-ho on, you know, all A's, all this, all that, but I'm going to share just some tips for nursing school and also just some funny stories from nursing school. I had a lot of great professors and I met some of the best friends that I've had you know, my entire life in nursing school. So the three friends, four friends, five friends, Amanda, Peyton, Madison, and Ian, my baby boy, Ian. I don't know if anyone knows um, Ian, but he's a travel nurse now too. But um, all of these people are just so important to me and I just love them so dearly. And you connect with your nursing school friends like you don't connect with anyone else. So first semester was good. I remember it was super stressful and I was always, was I dating someone at that time? Oh, yeah, I did. I was dating someone at that time. (laughs) Y'all. But I remember in nursing school, strangely enough, was when I went out the most and was drinking the most because maybe I was so stressed or maybe because I had this new group of friends that was just like, we work all week, we study all week, we go to clinicals, now let's go out and like have a good time. I think the most beneficial thing for me was having my two roommates, Madison and Peyton, because we were on the same schedule, we were having the same classes, and we could all study together. So we group studied every night before our exams, which turned into some of the greatest nights, and we made up, like, the funniest, like, stories, and we just always had a good time, and it was always good to have. I think it's nice to live with people who are also in nursing school. Honestly, it could get toxic because people get competitive and weird in nursing school. And it's like, why? For what? We're all, you know, just because you graduate with a BSN and you got all A's and I graduate with a BSN doesn't make you shinier, you know? What do they call a nurse that graduates with straight C's and a nurse that graduates with straight A's? A nurse. So everyone just relax. But... Some notable stories that I have from nursing school. I think it was one of my public health classes. I can't even remember. But for one of them, we had to go to an AA meeting in nursing school. And Madison, my my sweet roommate, goes, oh, I found one. It's over on Kirby and off of whatever. And anything in downtown Houston is kind of a shot in the dark. Like, you don't know what it's going to be like. So three of us girls show up (laughs) y'all this story is so bad so we get to the AA meeting and we're just there to observe and if you've ever been to an AA meeting and I just don't mean this by any like disrespect or to anyone getting help or you know 
trying to better themselves because that is such a beautiful thing and I'm so pro that. But it was just so freaking strange. We show up. It looks like this AA meeting is in a halfway house. It just is so, like, worn down. Everything is, like, dilapidated. That's not even a word. I can't think this morning. But this whole situation, there's homeless people, like, smoking outside. So we get in there. And it's a guy. If you've ever been to an AA meeting, it's a guy... Just like at the front, he looks like a like a judge or like a headmaster or something. And then it's just tables and it's just all these people. And these people are sharing their heartfelt moments and their heartfelt things, which is so vulnerable. And like, I really, when I say this story, I do not mean to disrespect anyone. But it's us three girls, 22-year-old girls sitting at the back of this meeting. And I'm going to be honest, 50% of the, the class was homeless and everyone's going around talking, sharing their story. And I, of course, chose <laughs> that day to wear a neon sweatshirt. Okay? So we're at the back, us three. And all of a sudden, the guy at the front goes, You! In the orange sweatshirt! What's your story? <laughs> and I am like, Oh my gosh. I go, I'm just observing. And he's like, oh, so you just came here to listen or something that like that. And Madison was sitting next to me and he goes, what about the young lady next to you? And he like went down the line of all three of us, like interrogating us on our AA story or whatever. But it was just, whoo, it was funny. It just was one of the most awkward situations ever. So I had some really, really good, really good uh, professors, but... I felt like nursing school was overly hard for no reason. I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking that. But I do think it should be hard. But I definitely think there were some professors that were kind of out to get you and kind of wanted to make you struggle and suffer on, like, the exams and stuff. Um, like I said, mine was 15 months, and each semester definitely was different. Some people... Had you know, and I, I want a lot of nursing students to know my experience as a nursing student is going to be way different from yours. Obviously, it ranges different from school to school, but with time, I'm sure nursing school changes as well. So the tests were hard. I'm going to be honest. Um, and then randomly, like the tests would be, like you'd have a random out of the blue one test be like super simple, and everyone would be like, "What the heck? That was great. That was, you know." And then you'd have some tests that the teachers wouldn't even, you know, care to make new uh, questions for the exams. And then the questions would be online. I'm not saying that's how it is now. I'm not saying, you know, every test was like that. But randomly, some teachers would just pull off of a test bank. And I remember all the students would, like, get on the test bank and just study the test bank. And that would be the exam. Not saying I ever did that. But. That was definitely a study tactic, but definitely group study was the thing that helps me the most. I also am a big proponent of Quizlet and flashcards. It doesn't matter where you're going. I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. Get a pedicure, have your flashcards. That's how I studied for pharmacology. So easy. Bring your flashcards to your family function, to the family barbecue, to, you know, to get your Brazilian wax, have your flashcards everywhere. 
You're going to break up with your boyfriend? Pull out your flashcards mid-breakup. I'm telling you, you need to have your study materials within reach when you're in nursing school. Also, when you're in nursing school, you need to let your closest family, friends, boyfriend, significant other, girlfriend know that this is going to be a super stressful time for you and that you're going to need support and that you're not going to be able to attend every function or go on vacation as much as you would before. I mean, some people can pull it off. And honestly, I pulled off a a couple of trips during nursing school, but it just also depends on your personality type and all that. There were people in nursing school who had full-on kids and families, and I don't even know how they did that. I give them kudos, kudos, kudos. And also all the people out there who want to be a nurse and you're worried that you're too, you know, like it's too late in life or it is not too late. Like I want you to know that I went to nursing school with people in their 40s, people, you know, who are pregnant. I went to nursing school with people who, you know, have a a whole bunch of kids at home. It is possible and you can do it and it's never too late. If you really want this career, you can do it. Don't think because you've reached a certain age or that, you know, you don't feel like you can do it or you feel like you have too much going on or that too much stuff has happened to you in life that you can't do it because you can because I've seen it with my eyes. I've seen men and women do it do it alongside me in nursing school. So you're not alone and please don't give up. Because also to all the people who have gotten denied from nursing school, do not give up. I know it feels like a losing battle and it sometimes feels so defeating, but I got denied. I've been told no a lot in life and that doesn't mean I'm just going to be like, all right, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stop now just because that door closed to my face. No, I'm going to try to open all the other door handles. It may take some time, which sucks. Like when you get denied, it sucks. And really process those feelings, feel sad, let it let it hurt. And then you need to get motivated and you need to get your ass in gear. And whether it's studying for the T's or the HESI exam, you need to get it going. So yeah, that's kind of was is my personality type and I feel like it, it works for me really well. So yeah, don't give up. If you want to go, you can make it happen. So fast forward, semester two or three is when we started clinicals. I had some really good clinical rotations. I got to go all in the med center. I got to do my labor and delivery. I got to see a full-on vaginal birth, no epidural. Women are amazing. Let's just say it again for the people in the back. I got to see a beautiful delivery in the OR. I kind of thought I wanted to do labor and delivery, but then I kind of just got swayed to ICU. Then my big-time critical care uh, clinicals was in neuro ICU, and that actually was my first job. Uh, My first nursing job was um, in the medical center in a level one trauma neuro ICU, um, which I'm trying to get into a neuro ICU out here in Hawaii. I digress. So my first, you know, hospital ICU experience was neuro ICU. I worked night shift. Um... And I had a great preceptor. She was a little grandma ICU nurse, and I loved her. And I learned so much, and I just feel like what you're first exposed to and what you're first excited and, like, the spark that you get from your clinicals is probably what you'll go into. Who knows? You can always change. 
listen, you can always change. But I knew I wanted to do ICU. I really was um, fascinated with the brain, and I loved neuro, and, like, neurotrauma was super, I mean, super sad neurotrauma, like, head injuries and motor vehicle accidents and gunshot wounds. That's all super sad, but super invigorating. And also, uh, as a nurse, you feel like you can, uh, you, you see a lot of action, which also as a neuro ICU nurse, you can, your, your big role is to educate the family, which is very powerful and meaningful to me. Um, and when I say invigorating, I mean like, not in a like a, ooh I want people to get injured and I want people you know but it's a rush for sure the chaos the gotta get it done the you know time is of the essence because with neuro time is very important like getting to the hospital getting the CT scan getting the surgery that's all super um, relatable and important. So yeah, I worked night shift. The only time I ever worked night shift was in nursing school and clinicals, which, okay, I'm kind of weird now because I've never worked night shift and like since then. And I'm like, promised myself I won't do it. But when I was in nursing school, I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. So you guys know how I lived in that one place, uh, the Equinox on, um, Old Spanish Trail. One day, this is another really funny story. One day, we, me, Madison, and Peyton were all at home. And I had left and went to the gym. And I get a call from Madison and Peyton. And they go, oh, my gosh. We have a bat infestation. And I'm like, no, sh- no, 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 no. What? So we found a bat, a full-grown bat. They did. In the house, just literally crip walking on the kitchen floor. That same day, Peyton woke up with, like, bites on her arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is out of a freaking movie. So, Peyton's dad drives in from Clear Lake and freaking traps this bat and sends it off to animal control. It didn't have rabies, thank goodness, but all in the ceiling of our apartment, we had bats. And there were bat droppings everywhere. Long story short, we got out of there real quick. They kind of, like, tried to play us. And they were like, oh, yeah, you can't get out of your lease. I said, the, we are getting out of this lease right now. We're getting out of this lease. There's bat droppings everywhere. So, yeah. So, we, we got out of there. We got out of there real quick. So, we then moved into a townhouse in the med center, which we have another really insane story right before we graduated we had a townhouse it was cute it was bigger it was close to uh, our campus so we could walk and it was right before graduation so this was like December of 2019 we were all so excited we just finished our exams we're like let's go to the Galleria and get some dresses for graduation and I'm like okay let's do it oh right before then I was cleaning the bathroom upstairs and I know all the people are literally gonna look at me and think oh my gosh Anne-Marie what the frick why did you do this and it all like kind of like came to fruition like a little bit later on I realized what had actually happened and I'm a big bath taker so I was always taking baths and stuff so I was cleaning the upstairs and I was throwing paper towels into the toilet because 
my trash can didn't have a little sleeve, like didn't have a trash bag in there. So I'm just thinking, oh, I'm just going to throw, you know, all these paper towels in there and flush it. Anne-Marie. So we literally go to the Galleria. We come back and all the lights are off in the house. And let it be known, we were were about to host like a 50-person graduation party at our house in like two days with all of our families and friends we hear this like water just like dripping and my master was right above the kitchen so I come in and I just hear all this water dropping and I'm like what the frick we turn on the light and the whole ceiling is literally holding water and through the light fixtures water is just pouring onto the counter we literally drop our bags they go Anne-Marie, did you leave the bath on? We run upstairs. My toilet was overflowing. My whole entire bathroom was just totally, totally flooded from me throwing the paper towels into there. So long story short, we called our landlord. He was super cool about it. And we spent like the next like two days two or three days with huge fans in our house they cut out all the drywall on the top of the ceiling it was exposed beams we had this whole graduation party just with exposed beams on top of the freaking kitchen it kind of gave it a rustic look we should have like hung string lights from the beams but anyways we ended up having the party and it was a really funny story and we lived to tell the tale I feel like I've been giving so many personal funny stories. I haven't really even talked about actual nursing school. Like I said, it's really hard for me to remember a lot of the specifics of the classes. But I think my nursing school was pretty chill. Like, they let us wear navy scrubs. They weren't super strict about, you know, nails. Uh, some, Some clinical instructors were. But we didn't have to wear white, which I thought that was huge. Navy looks good on everyone. Just keep it simple and easy uh some days we would walk to class other days we would drive where I would study I would usually study at Starbucks there was a Starbucks on Buffalo Speedway in Houston I always used to study there a lot of people would study a lot of people would study at the MD Anderson library it was at the top of the MD Anderson building which is downtown I'm speaking very specific to Houston so if you're from Houston you know what I'm talking about But I went to school in the med center, and the med center is kind of sketchy, I'm not going to lie. So I had to be really careful. I couldn't be walking around at night um, because sometimes you would hear gunshots off into the distance. Or is it fireworks? I'm not sure. So other than that, things that really helped me in nursing school kind of keep my cool, the UT rec center was the best I like to work out personally. A lot of people say, like, how do you fit in working out, you know, with your busy schedule? I think working out is beneficial. Like, I would rather take a 45-minute workout break than study past, if like, past the point of exhaustion. So if I'm studying for, like, four hours, I think it would be more beneficial to be like, okay, I'm going to study for two, go take a 45-minute break, and then study for two more. So the gym really helped. And also, it was part like UT health has the dental school the medical school the pharmacy school the nursing school so all the hot dental students and doctors or doctors who are not doctors yet who are in medical school would be up in the gym so it was amazing some eye candy get your sweat on and then go get your study on 
I'm sure though my bags under my eyes were so terrible and also in nursing school I had the worst acne. My acne got so bad I had to actually get on Accutane which I am not a proponent for it but it did help my skin but also here I am at 25, 26 still having skin issues still battling skin issues so yeah I got on Accutane I've always been a sleeper through and through I can sleep through a tornado I can sleep through a lot of things I can sleep through the gunshots in the third ward and in the medical center but during nursing school I really I mean really was not sleeping well and that's when I knew I was actually really stressed I had a couple of traumatic things happened to me in nursing school. I had a breakup and then I actually lost a really important person in my life to drug overdose. Um, it was actually in the middle of my psych rotations. Uh, it was April of 2019. I had someone really close to me uh, from my past overdose and the next day I had to go to clinicals and it was just a really rough couple months for me. So if you're in nursing school and you're going through something really traumatic or hard to deal with, just know that you're not alone. And of course, you're going to be in school for a while. So something's bound to at some point from your personal life, you know, going to throw a wrench in things. So just know that you will get through it. And I know sometimes like the stress and the studying, but it does help take your mind off of it and keep you focused. Um, if you have something going on in your personal life, nursing school is a constant and it, it will keep you on track. I mean, the track is hard and it's really stressful, but it is a constant and your nursing school family lean on them and they will carry you through. Like when I got the news of the person in my life passing, I just had a family of people surrounding me and it was just like heartwarming and beautiful. It was so tragic, but it, it really helped me get through that hard time. Nursing school, you do a bunch of clinicals. You do like regular med surge, tele, you'll go to nursing homes, you'll go to AA meetings and get questioned on why you're an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but really you will. And you'll go to the ICU, you'll do all that stuff. But there was another story where for one of our public health classes, we had to go to a, a nursing home. And for some reason, me, Madison, and Peyton, out of our whole entire cohort, we got put in the same little group, which was awesome because we could all ride together and all this stuff. We show up to this nursing home, and it's a bougie nursing home. I think it's in Memorial, so it's in a really nice part of Houston. And... Y'all, okay, something about me is I can handle the grossest things in the world. Like, really, I can handle nasty trach secretions. I can handle diarrhea, throw up, anything nursing related. But when it comes to feeding people, like actually feeding a human being, and especially if they're an elderly person and it's like mushy food, I, I literally, I just cannot. I would rather plunge a toilet than feed someone. I don't know what it is about me, but it's just the when it like the food is coming out of their lips. Long story sh <clears throat> long story short, we're at this nursing home and out of all the nursing students, they literally point me out. They go, "Oh yeah, can you feed old grandpappy over here?" I literally 
had tears coming out of my eyes feeding this person in Madison and Payton are like walking around with all the other old people just laughing at me through the window as I'm literally struggling for my life. I know that's really dramatic, but if you guys knew how much me feeding someone grossed me out, it, it, it just, I would rather clean up Dookie. <laughs> That same guy, we got him up from the table. He was so old. Me and Madison were walking hand in hand with him, walking through the nursing home. All of a sudden, his drawers just dropped to the ground. I see a little old man PP coming out. We were like grabbed his pants so quick. It was, it was, you know, that was a rough, that was a rough day for me. Not going to lie. But then they had a jazz band come in and like play the saxophone. And then all the uh, residents started dancing and it made me smile. So, you know. You're going to have those situations in nursing school where it's you don't even know what you're doing. Oh, also, I want to touch on when you are in clinical as a nursing student, you're not going to know what the heck is going on. Literally, be there, be a fly on the wall, and say anything. Be a yes person. You know, ask questions when appropriate, not in the middle of a med pass. Hopefully, you get a good little preceptor uh, nurse who will be willing to take you because sometimes you'll just get thrown with a random preceptor who does not want anything to do with you. And you got to understand it may be like that. So all you can do is your best and be nice and respectful to their space, but also you are there to learn. And if it's really bad, go talk to your clinical instructor and say, hey, I need to be with a new nurse or something. If it gets to that point, but hang in there, be a yes person, clean up patients, be proactive, answer call lights. You got it. It'll be good. I mean, it's really uncomfortable at first, but welcome to nursing. You're going to be uncomfortable a lot in the first, you know, year to two years. Honestly, I think I haven't, I was started to be really comfortable after probably two years of nursing. Now at three years, I finally feel pretty confident in my nursing skills but put me on a new unit put me in a cvicu things may be a little different okay things may be a little wonky don't get me with the external pacemakers i don't know Mm. yeah i like my medical icu patients and my neuro icu patients those are pretty cut and dry i don't know how to do any cv devices um it just doesn't interest me but i try to stay out of cvicu if i can just because i don't know what I'm doing (laughs) in that unit so like I said yeah the first couple clinicals you're gonna be like a little deer in the wilderness you're not gonna know what you're doing but just ask questions when appropriately be a yes man and you'll be okay you know nursing school is a trip once you get in that's half the battle in my opinion and I actually talked to Some nurses in my life, my sister, my friends from nursing school, and some other nurses that I've worked with in the past, and I've asked them their advice for nursing students. My sister, this is what I said to my sister, hey, doing a podcast on nursing school experiences and want to ask nurses their best advice for nursing students, so let me know what you have. If it's okay, I'll show your name too. Olivia, my sister, when do you need me to get back to you? I got to think on this. I said, it's not that deep. Just send me something short. She goes, hmm, okay. So listen up. This is from my sister, Olivia. She's about to be a nurse practitioner school. Okay. 
Find a way you like to study. Try to avoid your bed. Your bed should be a place for resting, so create a designated study place outside your room. It could be your desk, your kitchen table, or library, etc. Find out if you study better alone or with colleagues. I study better with colleagues, so take a break while studying. Go for a walk. Make healthy snacks. I said that previously. Go to the gym if you need to. At clinicals, be a yes man. Wow, I just said this too. Offer assistance. Ask around if you there are any skills you want to practice. Watch bedside procedures. This is big in the ICU. If they're placing any type of central line or A-line, get up there in the action if they'll let you. Listen to doctors when they discuss things with the nurses and patients. That's really big because you want to know how nursing and doctor communication is good and like what's appropriate to ask and you know, when you're asking for orders, that's super important. I didn't even think of that. Look up your patient's history and look up the disease and things you don't know well. Eat well and sleep well. Try to be proactive with your studies. Never put things off. Remember, you aren't trying to memorize or cram things. You actually need to learn and digest all the information, especially with farm and pathology, because those things will stick around throughout your career. Also, YouTube is your friend. Look up things in depth more on YouTube and explain things in a different way. I actually really agree with the YouTube thing because that is how I learned a lot of like um, acid. What's it called? Like pHs, like respiratory alkalosis versus respiratory acidosis. Jeez Louise, I am just tripping up on my words, Okay. So let me go to my other friends um, and what they had to say. Okay, my best friend Peyton said, my advice would be find your people. I couldn't have done that shit without y'all, which I agree. Find your people. Nursing school friends will last a lifetime. My other friend Amanda said, I would say that knowledge is power, but all A's doesn't determine how much knowledge you have. After graduation, no one will ask you what your GPA was. I agree. Amanda clap for Amanda because that is so true. A nurse with straight C's and a nurse with straight A's are both a nurse. Ian, my baby boy Ian, failing an exam is just motivation to do better on the next. Coming from someone who managed to get a 50 on the first (laughs) Ian had a rough ride in nursing school. Also, aside from nursing school advice, nursing school is a great time to find yourself. Realize that the grass is greener where you water it, and life flourishes when you decide to put the right energy in the right places. Basically, embrace yourself and your strengths. Get to know your professors. Any professor to have is a good contact and mentor. So with all that stuff, I'm just going to leave it at that. I really want you to take what I just said from all my friends to heart. Mainly, it only matters if you get through Okay, it's stressful. It's going to be a roller coaster, but it just matters if you make it to the finish line. You're going to doubt yourself so many times. You're going to tell yourself you can't do it. You're going to break down. You're going to want to quit, but you cannot. Because your dream is to be a nurse and thousands and thousands and I don't know how many nurses are. Bajillion nurses out there have done it and so can you. And every one of those people have felt this same way that you have. And have doubted themselves and pushed through. So if we can do it, you can do it. I love you guys. This was part one of my three-part series of my nursing journey. I really enjoyed this one. This one was a little more fun and informational and niche to Anne-Marie and my job. So I hope you enjoy it. If you like this podcast, please leave me a review. A five-star one would be fabulous if you want to be so kind. 
Check back next week for your next dose of AM. It'll be part two of my nursing journey, which will be my first year of nursing, of being a nurse in the ICU during the COVID pandemic. We're going to talk all things, you know, COVID, working in a level one ICU, being a new grad, and also nurse bullies, which I am so against and passionate about this topic. Follow me at Dose of AM Pod on Instagram and Ann.MarieMM on IG. If you have a TikTok, I'm AnnMarie.MM. I will see you guys next week. Stay strong, my nursing students. Love you. Mahalo.